more. And the only way you change is through consistent light pressure. You just, it's light, light pressure thing. over time. Like the way braces work. Yeah. yeah. Braces literally move your teeth and bone over time. But how do they do it? Through light pressure and slowly manipulating things over time. Mm. Is it painful? Yeah, at first. But it, after a while, you don't notice it. It's good. Welcome to Leadership in Black and White with John Siebling and Wayne Francis. This is a podcast dedicated to developing you as a Christian leader. My name is Parker, and today we're diving into the subject of physical health with special guest Adam Bro. We're excited to be partnering this year with World Vision. To find out how World Vision can serve your church, log on to worldvision.org forward slash black and white. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Leadership in Black and White. We are recording again in the middle of our AXIS student conference. We have an amazing week. And today we are joined by our friend and health and fitness guru, yeah. expert extraordinaire, yes. Adam Bro. Uh, Adam's here hanging out. and. Uh, yeah, yeah, he serves our staff in this area of physical health, has a wealth of knowledge, so we thought it'd be great to interview him. Adam, welcome to the show, and how's everybody doing? I'm feeling personally convicted because um, Adam is in the best shape at this table right now. So. Hey. <laughs> is it that obvious? No, of course it is. Uh, people are funny. You're funny. <laughs> Adam, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell, okay. tell people what Perfect. you do. How did you get to this kind of space and yeah. uh, what you're passionate about and why why we want to interview you? Well, first of all, thank you for letting me be here because it's always an honor to, to just share your passion and be with people you love. Um, so my name is Adam. Obviously, I am a personal trainer, functional nutritionist, and former pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just And I say that meaning I don't have a church, but I am a pastor. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, I've been in the ministry since I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Um I've been in some form of church life ministry. I've been a missionary and all this stuff. So that is my community. The this is the community of faith is my community. That's cool. And um, but through all of that, I've had this passion for fitness and just health in general. Mm. And uh, I I never knew how to bring those two together, like ministry and because you know you're kind of taught like. Ministry is like you need to go and be a missionary. You, you need to go, go do preach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to right. go yeah. evangelize yeah. the world. You know, <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, how do you do that while lifting weights? <laughs> like, right. But I finally realized, like, once I got into this community, I realized like there's a real need amongst the pastors, leaders, yeah. church members, church staff to really take care of themselves because, like, if like this is what I tell people: it's like if you really feel called to do something. And you feel like God Almighty has put this calling on right. you. Yeah. Why would you not take every opportunity to lengthen the time frame of your influence? Right. Good. Right. Significance. Very right? good. Very so good. I have just found that my passion for fitness and for pastoring people has really led me into this place of helping pastors and leaders get control of this physical health thing. Especially it's so amalgamous. It's so confusing True. now. Yes. Um, so many sound bites, so many. Coffee's yeah. good for you, and then it's not good for <laughs> yeah, exactly. you. If you, if you were to good just... for you again. I'm just hanging on to the fact that it's okay to it's have... It's going to come back around. It's going to come back around. Like skinny jeans. Don't change. They're Don't coming change. back. Skinny jeans are coming back. Trust me. But right now, they're No. They're no, out. You got to get back. My now. wife keeps <laughs> saying, when are you going to get those bigger... I'm like, nah, man. I don't want those bigger jeans. Like, I'm good. Uh, Anyway, go ahead. So many people were wearing skinny jeans, and they just look like a muffin top. I'm just like, y'all like... 
<laughs> there's a lot of variety out there. Yeah. No, um, so I just really think that there's this there's this huge need in the church, especially for us to start investing in our health yeah. and living that example of stewardship. Very good. So that we can continue to do the thing we feel like God's called us to do. I mean, even Paul wrestled with that idea. He was like, should I go be with Jesus or should I stay here mm. and bear more fruit? Mm. Yeah, that's and I think he kind of chose bear more fruit, right? right? right. And he Why? said, for you, it's yeah. better for me to it's be. It's better for you that yeah. I stay here. Right. Right. And it's Good. better for that's your great. church that you yeah, be healthy. Great. It's better for your family that you be in a yep. place that thrives. Yep. You're not just constantly mm-hmm. cutting short the thing you feel like is most important in sure. your life. Absolutely. Yeah, we just so. had Dr. Andy Yarborough on, and we mentioned a little bit that all of these things are integrated too. It's mm-hmm. not like I think previously we thought of those things as you know siloed. Yeah. Like yeah, but now we're starting to see that holistic living, fitness is spiritual. It's not just something that we have to do. Just the stewardship to, of your life includes your body, yeah. includes you your go. mind, includes yep. your soul, includes exactly. your, your money. I mean, it's the stewardship of your life. A hundred percent. Basically. Like, I don't know how it got separated in the church. I don't know how, like, Stress. like we just are like, Crispy like I think it's a, it's a, um, it's the, in, it's the lack of, uh, it's the extremes, you know, that's exactly. And the, and the idea of back in the day, you, you know, I'm going to preach till I, till I die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, you drive yourself, you think people have thought and maybe still do, obviously that, that it's more spiritual to drive drive yourself into the ground yeah physically yeah yeah and so i don't have time to work out i don't have time to think about all that i'm preaching i'm i'm living for the you know whatever and, yeah and it's true. Um, and it's actually the opposite you you know you the stewardship of your life means the better shape i'm in exactly better sleep i get all the things that i do help me to be a better leader yeah. agreed and be on this earth longer to yeah, fulfill agreed. the purposes of god yeah you can maintain 110% for a little while, but you can maintain 70% indefinitely. Mm, yeah. Very good. Right? Yeah. Indefinitely. So if you think you're talking about compounding interest at this point. Yeah. Like, and then many people are dying, pastors included, in their wisest years. Right. When we need you most. Wow, yeah. that's wow. right. You're dying in your 50s and 60s. And it's not just you're, pastors. My my dad passed away when he was 62 years old. Young. See, yeah, he young. didn't even know my, I mean, really. He was a great dad, and so you know he just didn't take care of his body. Sure, and but never really knew my kids. You know, think of the, the tragedy of not not you know cutting your life short because yeah. of you know mm-hmm. a hamburger or two. Some choices that were obviously <laughs> yeah. you could have made, which is what we need to talk about, yeah. right? Pastor John, you want to talk about our relationship as Absolutely. a church with Adam and and maybe how he's connected in with us and and you even? Yeah, I mean, I think you know probably a couple of years ago I looked up and realized our staff. You know, it's 150 people on staff and the growth of our organization. And it's overwhelming to think of the stewardship of that, of a team of people. And and I think one of the things that we do well as a church is that we we love our team and we try to look after our team. We have a lot of longevity. I mean, Adam and his wife, Kim, are here because they wanted to come be a part of the church. And not, exactly. you know, years ago, moved here. And so... Um, so then I, I just kind of started kind of Leslie and I started talking about just the health, like how do we maintain long-term health, mm-hmm. connecting with Dr. Andy, getting him involved in the mental side of it, soul health. How are we doing with our, our inner life issues? And, um, and then Adam, you know, just thinking like we have to add a, you know, I feel like we started with Dr. Andy and then we like, we need to add a, a physical yeah. component to this mm-hmm. because, um, gosh, there's just a lot of unhealth out there. I mean, mm-hmm. our country, 
I, I, you know, it's the real epidemic. It's a, it's it's the the real epidemic is mm-hmm. go to the airport, and I don't know what the stats are, but so many people are overweight. Yeah, about ninety, almost eighty five percent of Americans are in some form of metabolic dysfunction. Oh my gosh! See, I mean, that's you're not going to feel good if you're overweight, yep. and if you're not in good health, you're just not going to feel good. You're not going to function at, at your best. Mm-hmm. And um, so pulling Adam in as a part of our, um, you know, he's a part of our team. And I would say you are a pastor. You were not. It's like you, it's like you, it's not like you were and you're not now. You exactly. are. It's a calling. And you're part of our team. You're you're you have a, a, a I think a pastor is a shepherd, someone who looks over and helps lead people. And I think you do that spiritually, but also with with this you know, mandate that's on your life to help with, 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 you know, with our physical bodies. And so adding Adam in as a piece of the, the soul health kind of thing, Mm -hmm. the health, uh, has just been, it's just a no brainer. So, I mean, I think that's kind of the, that's kind of the goal. It's like, so, you know, Adam comes in now, he serves, we do four times a year. We have, you know, soul health days. What do we, what do we, soul health, like seminar, soul health seminar, Mm -hmm. what do we call them? And then everybody, joins in the everybody so yep. italy every we're all connected in and uh, adam will take a portion of that day and dr That's andy great. and maybe somebody else and we're just like so good a reminder of like hey guys how, how are we doing with our mm-hmm. with our life yeah. the stewardship yeah. of our life yeah um and you know I, that one you did this last time was amazing about oh, the yeah, sun so and the grounding and the uh, yeah just uh, very practical things and you know i don't think um adam can't do this for everybody you know, I know he's got other clients and churches and that he helps with and, uh, you know, or maybe he can, I don't know, maybe he's working on a structure where he I can, am working on a structure where he can do with everybody. Uh, but I think it's just important to think about what, what, what can I do, you know, for my family, for like, yes. you're listening, you know, you think as a church leader, as a, right. even as a business owner, how can I, how can I try to encourage and instill a sense of health right. for, for our family, for our team, for, for me personally, obviously it starts with me, but then, you know organizationally. So yeah. uh, I think it's a real important thing to do. I mean, you know, nowadays, you know, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, whatever your insurance company, <laughs> they give you certain incentives they do. Yeah. if right. your team is healthier. Yeah, true. So you get a certain discount, some yep. different things. And so if you're a business owner, you're a pastor, you're a leader, you need to think the benefit that it will bring to have a partner or two that can help your team think about their health. So I agree. Yeah. We've wanted to talk about physical health on the podcast for a while. I feel like we've we've said, yeah, we need to do an episode. I, just, I had to lose a few more pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. So a um, couple questions just like just sure. to – and we'll kind of see where the conversation goes. But um, when you think about – this is a really broad question, so it may be difficult. But like all the different – different people in different places listening to the show yeah. right now. Um, is there a trend, like if you were like to boil down the health and fitness world, is there like one of the one or two most common problems that you see? Like, is it, is it primarily like diet? Is it laziness? Is it mm. schedule, discipline, mm. values? Like, what is it that you feel like is like at the heart core of unhealth in our country as a whole? Is there anything that comes to mind? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a few things that come to mind. Um, for the most part, just as a culture, um, if you really think about it, we are overfed and under-exercised. That's like American culture just primarily. American cult, Western culture in general. We are simp- we are eating ourselves to death. That's what we're doing. So, um, so broadly speaking, people just we just consume too much, yeah. and we uh, we output too little, mm. right? And then with that, 
if you think about it, that goes into our other habits as well. We consume media way too much. Mm. Right. We consume. We just are constantly yeah. in consumption rather than output. Good. And then the output we do have is usually stressful, mental, emotional output with work and family. And those things become a bad cycle mm. of uh, I'm now consuming to feel better, yeah. which technically makes me feel worse. Yeah. And then I'm just constantly in this that's good this cycle of yeah. over just overconsumption and i really think that's the number one thing and then the second thing is um it's too confusing there's mm. too many cooks in the kitchen very in good. sense right yeah, there's just yeah. there's so much not i don't like to use, use the word misinformation because that word has been used sure. too much but there's too much conflicting information yeah, okay. right yep and I really think what we need is we need voices in the culture that can take the complicated and make, make it, it simple, simple. Yeah. right? Because uh, my, in my opinion, if you can't, if I can't explain my position on health to my daughter who's 12, then I don't understand my position. That's good. Andy. Right. That's yeah. very good. So um, I just think for the most part, we are just in this consumption mode yeah. all the time. And yeah. that's part of the way we have developed the culture. Yeah. And then we're just constantly not taking responsibility for that consumption. Yeah, this is yes. probably an unfair question, but if you had to say, like, if you had to rank them in mm-hmm. terms of like, the goal is we work on both of these things. Yeah. Always, all the time. Yes. But right? which one leads? But like, which one do you feel like is the most dangerous to ne- neglect over time? Um, you mean oh, okay? Well, of the two. Well, if you really want to, um, you you should be working on both at the same time, totally. obviously. But if if you really want to create havoc in a mammalian system, right? In an organism. All you have to do is immobilize it and overfeed it. That's all you have to do, Mm -hmm. right? So you take a mouse, you take a rabbit, you take any animal and you just overfeed it and don't let it move. You're going to wreak havoc in that organism. So I would honestly say probably the first thing people need to deal with is their consumption, Mm -hmm. right? Because once you start dealing with that Mm -hmm. and maybe your weight and your health starts to improve a bit, Moving becomes much more of a pleasing option. Mm, it's really difficult to move if Very you feel good. like that's yeah. so you good, feel Adam. terrible right. all the time. It's unbelievable, right? Yeah, so, so good. Yeah, it's like, so simple. Why would I want to move if my joints ache? Yeah, if right. I'm inflamed all the time. Yeah, right. So maybe start dealing with the consumption issue, and if you are above a, a healthy weight, let's get that weight yeah. to start coming down a little bit, and then movement becomes a much more pleasing prospect okay so then honing in on the food mm-hmm. i don't want to keep making you like choose one or the other no no that's fine all, it's but fine. like uh prioritize the amount of food or the type of food um first this is a loaded question <laughs> this is a very loaded question because it's both yeah of course yes. it's both but we can hit Marcus working some things out right <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make i'm getting logical steps in my but, mind figured out okay yeah it's both yeah but you can kill two birds with one stone by focusing on the quality of your food first, mm. uh, right? Because mm. basically, yeah, sure. Makes sense. Um, the more processed a food is, the more calories it has per serving, mm-hmm. the fewer nutrients it has, and the, the, the less filling it is, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. So simply by choosing higher quality foods, yeah. I will naturally eat less. Yeah. I will naturally um, eat fewer meals less often yep. and I will get more nutrients which 
kind of turns off some of these feeding signals we have because yeah. if you're not getting the nutrients you need, your body is constantly saying, go eat, go eat, go eat, yeah, go yeah. eat, because I need zinc and selenium. I need all these things. Yep. So go eat. Um, yeah. Right? So if right. you're malnourished, your body's going to push you to try to eat more. Mm. So you can kill two birds with one stone yeah. by just starting with getting rid of the junk. So maybe safe to say like a great starting place for anybody, regardless of your health journey, is if you get better quality food, you'll eat less, yes. and then you'll be more likely to move. Exactly. So it's a great starting place. Special thanks to our partners at World Vision for sponsoring this podcast. Log on to worldvision.org forward slash black and white 2024 and sign up for the brand new series, The Liberating Move of God. How does God use ordinary people to set great liberating movements in motion? In this free four-week self-paced series, you'll go on a journey into a deeper understanding to God's heart for liberation. As a leader, have you had enough? Have those you lead given up thinking nothing will ever change? With teaching from Danielle Strickland, the liberating move of God reaches between Bible times and today to explore how God uses us to set great new efforts in motion. Find your no and say yes to love instead. Just think of what we can accomplish when we accept the gift of freedom God gives us. Log on to worldvision.org forward slash black and white 2024 and download this free study. The link is also in today's show notes. So then let me ask, what's a good starting place for somebody that wants to improve in their food, cooking at home versus oh, eating out? Yeah. Qualities of food, like what to look for in the grocery store. I mean, this yeah. is like one of those things that there's a million opinions about. There's, all, there's a whole, what you're talking about the overwhelming feeling of... Um, a feeling overwhelmed. Uh, yeah, information. Is it really <laughs> yeah, yeah, organic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is right. it really gluten-free? Well, it says organic, but the it's not farm-raised. And if it's farm-raised, it's like you can feel really overwhelmed yeah. even trying to do the right thing. Yeah, so. well... To speak to that, um, I really think you need to try not to split hairs first, mm. right? Like one thing that really deters people from getting healthy is all the conflicting information. And they're trying to like filter out like, you know, they're, they're, right. they're, they're sieving for gold here, right? Right. But really like you're not, you're wasting time, mm. right? You're making it overly complicated. First, just stop eating things you know you shouldn't be eating. Like, <laughs> right. Stop like drinking being adults. Stop, stop, like, sugar. Like, yeah, like, think? just, yeah. okay, sodas. Right. Try a diet soda. Sure. I know some people will be like, that's going to give you cancer. If you drink like 900 times more than you should, yes. Yeah. Um, but it's a good thing to stop. I know a lot yeah. of people who've lost significant amount of weight by just switching from Coke to Diet Coke. Right? Um, so, don't split hairs about organic right now. Don't split hairs about um, this macronutrient, that or this. Just stop eating food that is in boxes normally, mm -hmm. right? Or if it comes in a prepackaged meal, like don't eat that. If it didn't come off of an animal, out of the ground or off a tree, at some point you probably shouldn't be eating it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's or or you should eat it in moderation, sure. okay. yeah. right? Avoid it. Yeah, like because most people are like they're living on pizza, hamburgers. They're living on packaged meals, <laughs> candy, which is candy bars, candy uh, bars, cereal, bags the, of yeah, chips. Yeah, right, you right. know what I mean. And at no place is there a tree that gives off bags of Doritos. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Right. Like so, it's just like being God, we common love Doritos, sense. But <laughs> Doritos love, are incredible. We love the Doritos. I think Doritos Cheeto is like the perfect chip. I love. I mean, Cheetos right. Too. It vanishes 
Yep. It crunches. It's salty. <laughs> it's beautiful. I, I get those Cheetos puffs, and my kids are like, Dad, that is just so disgusting. Oh, and then you kind of let more. it dissolve a little bit. Oh, you have it on your, <laughs> you got it on your yeah. fingers. And yeah, and then you got it. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's good. the confusion is, is, first of all, don't make it overly complicated. Mm-hmm. Just start with big strokes. I think it's a journey. I, w- I would just say for me um, personally, I think, I don't know how long ago it was, maybe 12, 14 years ago. I just wasn't feeling good. I was a little overweight, not mat- massively, sure. but enough where I went and did a full blown, like executive kind of, you know, um, physical thing, sure. figured out what, what's my weight should, what it should be. What, you know, I got, I got, I started down the path of educating myself Yes, and I'm still learning. And so I, I think, um, getting a handle on some mentalities of yeah. what's, Yep. You know, protein and just different yep. things that, you know, some people don't, you know, like look at the package and see how much pro. what's the, you know, kind of what's the, what's the breakdown here? What's the breakdown here? And, and just getting some level of, I, I just think that, you know, to make it spiritual, that's whole, the whole idea of renewing your mind about sure. food. It is, is, is. It's huge. I am not an expert. This is this is a huge issue for me and a huge part of my life that I w- am constantly working on. But uh, the educational piece, mm-hmm. and I love that you're saying don't don't go crazy. Don't go, go crazy. Go but don't go buy a bunch of books and read a bunch of stuff. Just like what are the bigger four or five things? Exactly. Eliminating yeah. sugar. I and think. Whatever, yeah. I think too. Speaking to that, I think we don't think of health in the same terms we think of other things. Right. When you. Uh, in today's landscape, to get healthy is a, is is a skill is skill acquisition. Mm. It's a skill because mm. you have to learn to navigate the landscape. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with growing your church when you or when you first start your church. True. It's as crude and rough. You're just you're just doing it. You're just trying. You try to get to the next Sunday. You're just trying to get through it. And the longer you do it, the more you refine your skill. That's great. So this is That's a great, skill. Yeah. You don't, and most people come into it thinking they have to be perfect. They have to understand exactly what the calories are. They have to understand like organic, not organic. We overcomplicate it. Just start mm-hmm. yeah. and start learning. Yeah. Bring voices into your life that you trust. Right. And listen to only those voices for a while, and then yeah. start learning this skill because. I didn't learn this overnight. It's been 30 years. Yeah. And it's three steps forward, two steps back always. sometimes. But it means you're taking a step. Always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always you're it's always like I was talking to Pastor Jonathan Wilson. It's always expansion and contraction. There's always gonna be seasons of that. But as long as the the trend is forward, mm-hmm. you're doing better than most people. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a the reason why we have Adam on the show, which he's personally impacted me as well on the fitness side of things, is this it's <laughs> fixing your shirt there. Thank you very no, much. It's those pecs are jumping out. Those pecs are jumping out. That's it. I think he wanted it tucked like yeah, that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> let that let that out. It's a matter it's a matter of self-leadership, right? It's a oh, matter God. of very discipline. Good. That fitness is spiritual because if you can't lead yourself, and I, I hate to say this, you know, but, but you know, there's been many a preacher that has preached about, you know, discipline with your finances, da da da, and or in particular areas, and you're looking at them, you're like, hey, we think you're missing a discipline, a core discipline. Yeah, you're thirty that, pounds overweight. Right, you're not, you're right. not doing mm-hmm. well, you know, with the self leadership piece. So I agree. I love how articulate you you are about it, and uh, and I think I've mentioned to you that mentioned this to you at one time there's this like subtle theology of fitness throughout the scriptures from the old testament to the new testament paul made a lot of references and 
compared our spirituality to athleticism yeah. and mm-hmm. all this stuff in the Old Testament. You see these images of the Lord will save you with his strong right arm. Um, there's actually a book on it that I want to read about it, that there is a subtle theology of fitness mm-hmm. that I think that leaders that are uh, in the spiritual space and, of course, CEOs, leaders, that that this is such a big deal. So yep. tell us how to pre- – one of the big barriers is I don't have enough time. How do we integrate just discipline in small ways? You gave us one step with the food piece. How do mm-hmm. we do that with the practical fitness side of things? Well, I try to, I try to be – I'm a pastor at heart. I try to be compassionate with people, but there is a tough love part of this, mm-hmm. right? Anytime a pastor or a leader says, I don't have time, I'm like, well, who's making your schedule? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because that person needs to take responsibility for what's happening here. Oh, yeah. And they're like, well, I'm making my schedule. I was like, oh, okay, so you're the person we need to talk to. Mm-hmm. It's, you know what I mean? <laughs> Why you gotta be sarcastic? <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> because... Lena just slumps down. It's you. Just gotta slump down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just. I'm sorry. I have this sense of humor sometimes. So maybe it's. I'm joking. No, it's great. I love it. So, I'm teasing you. So really, uh, there is a real responsibility. Oh, so you're the one we need to talk to. <laughs> oh, so you schedule yourself. <laughs> it was great. So there's a real responsibility piece to this, and responsibility is more about seeing value than anything, mm. right? You take responsibility mm. for those things that are important to you, Yep. Yeah. right? So if you're telling me you don't have time, what you're saying is this is not important. It's not important. It's not important. my value. So yeah. It's lower on the list of exactly. what's important. So my advice is how can we get you to see this as more important? Like what do we need to attach this to to give it more value in your life? Yeah. Like if I told you, um, if I told you you were gonna die of a heart attack in 10 years, would that right help yeah. you? Right. Or that your family's gonna be without you? Right. Just so you know, all those things are possible. Yeah. Yeah. And there are some very easy ways to mitigate a huge amount of that risk. Yeah. And it's by you prioritizing the fact that you are important in this life, your family needs you, and if you are not operating at least somewhat in the black mm. here, then Everything's at a detriment. Yes. Why do people overeat, Adam? Why do they overeat? Um, for many different reasons. Yeah. People overeat, I think, for um, emotional reasons. Many of us celebrate. Comfort. We celebrate with food Some, and we mourn with food. Yeah. Um, if you think about it as children, we raise our kids. Like the baby cries, what's the first thing we do? Give it something to eat. Mm. Yeah, right? So when I cry, I need food. Like, so we condition ourselves for this. I think many times we have the wrong perspective of food, especially in the West. We see food as entertainment, not as fuel. Mm -hmm. So we're constantly consuming, we're entertaining ourselves. Like when I talk to people like, hey, what'd you eat today? And they have no idea, which tells me they, it was just this emotional thing. Like if you have no idea what you ate yesterday, (laughs) then you were just gliding through life based and fulfilling your emotions with no yep. idea of what's yep. going on. Yeah. I can tell you exactly what I ate yesterday because it's pretty much the same thing every day. Yeah. And it's not that I'm not happy with my food. It's that I see my food as fuel and I celebrate when I want to because mm-hmm. I'm an adult. Yeah. Like I don't need permission to have a cheat meal because where are the rules <laughs> that I'm cheating here? Yeah. Right. Right. I don't need permission to celebrate. 
I live as an adult. I fuel my body the best way I can based on the information I have. Mm -hmm. And then when I want to, I kick my heels up from time to time. Right. But if you live your life kicking your heels up and kind of putting salve on these emotional needs with your food, you're, that that is just a cycle that's going to always cause so, problems. So Adam's been helping me. <laughs> and um, we started a little program a few months ago. <laughs> So, so I'll get a text from Adam from time to time. Um, here's here's one of the latest ones I got. He's like, "How's your hey, going? hey? Um, can I get some feedback from you on where you are in this? Just like, where are you? Yeah. And um, so, <laughs> so it was funny because what I realized for me is it's there's never a good time to make a change. Okay. Yeah, it's never a good time. It's vacation. Not, no, yeah. We want to go back. We were in Italy. Yes. Right? Yep. And then we came back from Italy. Um, and I went, I did like a, that wasn't really vacation, although we had a blast. And, yeah. but, and then I came back and did a two-week vacation, basically, just as my unplugged season. Um, and then it was my birthday. And then we went to Washington, D.C. to do something. And then we went to, I, I went for a friend's 60th birthday to do something. It's just like one thing after the other. So there's never a good time. There's always something. Yeah, there's always something. And so uh, I sent Adam this text. This is this is the I think this is so good right here. I said um, I said turns out I picked the wrong time to make a reset. <laughs> We've been in D.C. last few days and North Carolina and then it, and I said it's really hard to do this on the road and and be so busy. I will get back to it. So here's what Adam said to me. I totally understand. I would say rather than thinking of it as a reset, look at it as securing habits. So no matter where you are or what you're doing, the mindset is always trying to solidify the habit of eating better and training regularly. So my personality is always like 21 days coming up, 21 days fasting <laughs> yeah. and prayer, reset mode. Yeah, yeah. I'll wait for that. And my wife is always like, you're bulking, you're bulking up, getting ready for the on a dirty bulk right now. <laughs> Get, We're getting ready for this fast. <laughs> but I realize that's my personality is so much about goal or, or mm -hmm. reset or, yeah. um, and, and I'm just trying to break down this mentality of what's the next thing versus mm -hmm. today, yep. new habits. Mm -hmm new mentality. I think it's be good to talk yeah, about that it, just for a little bit. I think, well, first of all, thanks for sharing that. I think the big issue is we have this in our culture. We're very event oriented. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Um, we are God, we're so always true. looking for the next thing to push for the next thing that's going to motivate me. The next so external influence that's going to help me internally do better. Mm -hmm. Right. Where honestly change in this habit and this place in life and your health is going to, it's got to be internally motivated and it has to be seen as a process, not an event. Right. So like I don't do, like when I work with clients, I don't do the, the 12 week shredded body flow. Right. <laughs> right. And people are like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in for 12 weeks. Right, right, I'm going right. to go crazy. I got to be like, ready by summer. Yeah. Yeah. Know, summer's but, coming. I'm yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. you should have been preparing last winter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. right. So, it, I don't do that because what it does is it creates mm -hmm. this this block of time mentality to get your life right, right? And what really happens, if you really want to sustain health and life change, you have to see it as a process with ebbs and flows because, Pastor John, your life's not going to change. 
Right. Your, your, your schedule is not going to change. True. So there are no resets. There is every day mm-hmm. I work to solidify the habit of just trying to make the best choice I can in the place I am and then not accepting an excuse of, well, I can't work out. Mm-hmm. You can always do something. Something. I can go for a walk and in my mind consider that exercise. Well, I was traveling one time. You were like, and there was, uh, I didn't have access to a gym. He said, sit ups, push ups, yeah. walk, do what you can yep. to keep the. And the point is, it's not to win the day with the workout, it's to prime tomorrow mm. to do better. Mm. So, this, like That's today, great. I woke up, I felt like, you know, I felt almost flat, I was tired, and I went into the gym, I'm, I'm going to work out. But I didn't even count my reps. I just clicked the. I just checked. I'm you present. Did you did it. You know yeah, the, we did right. roll call, and I said I'm present. Yeah. And then I went inside. I didn't. Why, I didn't judge. Why it. when you raise your hand like that, you flexed your arm like that? That's, so that's just a see. natural disposition. <laughs> 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 why did I notice the same thing? Like oh great. I'm like oh great. He lifts his arm. <laughs> now I'm gonna. Go. <laughs> no, so the point was to That's solidify to you, the habit. It's good to hear you say that. Yeah. Like yeah. you weren't excited about going into the no, gym. No, I was in, like, we're in, we're in our, I mean, uh, our com- we're in access conference mode. It's late nights, early morning. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I didn't want to be in there. And right. my body was like, what are you doing? But it wasn't about my body. It wasn't about winning the day. It was about solidifying the habit. Yeah. So that I don't get into the habit of skipping. Mm. Right? Yeah. Because whether you're so it's habit management. One way or another, you're developing some sort of You're either developing the habit of going or you're developing the habit of not going. And can we back it up? And the habit is based on discipline. And value. Yeah. And what's important. Yeah, value. It has to and any discipline like this has to be attached to a greater purpose than your like emotion or motivation. Mm. It has to be attached to your purpose in life. Like I am a fit person. Why? Because my daughter is twelve years old. And she's going to, like, by the time she goes off to college, I'm going to be in my 50s, right? So I want to be around for that. I want to be healthy for that. I want to be that dad, yep. right? So it's attached to a greater purpose than going to the beach and mm-hmm. not being embarrassed or, you know, cutting the grass with your shirt off and or flexing wearing, on all the other dads in the neighborhood. Yeah, Because yeah, right. that's a thing, too, though, right? Of like course. flexing yeah. on all the dads, of, that's the whole thing. Of course. I definitely <laughs> want to flex on dads. I just, yeah. I, 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 like, I'm letting everybody else know, <laughs> this is my street, you just live here. <laughs> I'm joking. You just made me think of something, because I, I, I struggle, too, with that, like, kind of all-or-nothing mentality. Mm-hmm. That's very common. And uh, for, for years, you know, I set a goal, all right, I'm going to go two times a week, I'm going to go to the gym. And then a few years ago, I had this great idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna set a number goal for the year. I'm gonna go a hundred times. Idea. Well, the problem is, I grinded the last couple of months. I'm like, I gotta hit this goal, hit this Got goal, it. Okay, and then I, I finished it. And then I was like, I did it. I, I thought about it during the 12 week shred thing you just said. Like the idea of like I'm gonna make a hard push, and then I accomplished it. I didn't build any habit. I just hit a number goal. Yeah. And then when the year started, I was like, I'm sick of you. What you did was, is you satisfied your need to achieve, right? But not to change. Yeah. Totally. Huh. Yeah. Right. And the only way you change is through consistent light pressure. You just, it's light, it's light pressure over time. It's the same thing like the way you, you, like the way braces work. Yeah. Yeah. Braces literally move your teeth and bone over time. But how do they do it? Through light pressure and slowly manipulating things over time. Mm. Is it painful? Yeah, at first, but after a while you don't notice it. It's good. So it's like that's a great analogy. Just slow pressure over time. So the right? value of like walk for twenty days every day. Twenty minutes. 
20, yeah, sorry, walk for 20 minutes every day or run for an hour twice a week. 20 minutes every 20 day. 20 minutes every day. Smaller daily is better than more intense yeah. less regularly. Well, because again, habit building. Again, you can maintain 110% mm. for a week. You can maintain 70% for months, years. Yeah. Right? And at the end of the day, it's compounding interest. How long? It's not the thing. It's not what can you do. It's what can you keep doing. Mm. That's great. Right? Yeah. And if, if you can keep doing it, then you can always add to it. Mm. Right? Because once you start building, you become comfortable with that. It's like 20 minutes is nothing now. Yeah, I can yeah. do that. Right. What, right. Did we talk about his uh, Instagram and all that yet? Not yet. No, we haven't. And he's got a couple other things too. Um, do you but, want to get into that? Yeah, now? I think so. Because I'm trying to remember if it was something you posted when you talked about what training, training versus exercise. exercise yeah. I love that thought. Throw yeah. that out real quick. And training. Then, so a lot of people are. Uh, we, we're told we need to exercise, but there's a difference between training and exercise, right? Exercise is general human movement, right? It's, it's you being human and moving because you can. Uh, it doesn't have any goal other than movement itself, mm. right? Uh, training has a purpose. There's a goal to it. That's why, <clears throat> like, bodybuilders don't, they're not exercising. Mm-hmm. They're training because there's a goal. There's a strategy to it. And it um, when anytime you train, the goal is progressive, progressively getting better. Mm-hmm. Exercise is just that's your boot camp class. Yeah, that's your typical CrossFit class. That's your. It's just yeah. the goal is to make you feel sweaty and tired, and you feel accomplished. But exercise um, is what you need to maintain basic health. Training is where you meet particular mm-hmm. goals and strategies for where you want to be in life. Right, it's mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like it's, it's just the same thing. Like with church, yep. you have you're constantly doing things. Like the, yeah. the the business of the church is always moving. It's exercise. Right. Yeah. But then the training is, hey, we got a season. We're pushing this. We're mm-hmm. pushing this because yeah. we want to reach this particular goal. Right. Yeah. Right. Opening the and then on, exactly. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. right. So there's just a difference Good. there. That's great. And um, all of us need to be exercising and training. Yeah. It's good. So, so your Instagram is Adam Bro, spelled B R A U D. Yes, Adam Bro. I'm from Louisiana. You don't have to spell anything like it sounds <laughs> or say it like it's spelled. Yeah. Okay. You post a lot of good stuff on there. You also just launched a podcast, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What is that called? It's just the Adam Bro podcast. Adam Bro podcast, same spelling, and then you have a book that just came out yeah. as well. Faith and fitness, integrating uh, physical health into your spiritual growth. Yes. The best way to get that probably you can probably find all of that just on the Instagram. You go to your Instagram, yeah, just go to Instagram and my link tree. You can find it there or my website adambro.com. You can find it there and. The whole goal in any of my content is to try to make things as easy as possible yeah. for people, um, to take away as many barriers and maybe uh, mental excuses in a sense. I know excuses can be a harsh word for some people, but um, we usually find a reason to steer clear. So my goal is to try to make it as easy as possible for you to add practical practical advancement into your yeah. health. Yeah, love that. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on and talking with us a little bit. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Leadership in Black and White. Give us a rating and review, and we will see you next time. The Liberating Move of God is now available as a free download thanks to our partners at World Vision. Log on to worldvision.org forward slash black and white 2024 to find it. In this free four-week self-paced study, you'll learn how God uses ordinary people to set great liberating movements in motion. Being a leader is tough. We do not want those we lead thinking the bad will never change because we cannot say no.
Say yes to love and not to oppression. Download the liberating move of God now at worldvision.org forward slash black and white 2024. The link is also in today's show notes.